It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 10, the use of social media in compliance. What is the message of compliance inside of a corporation and how is it distributed? In a compliance program, the largest portion of your consumers' customers are your employees. Social media presents some excellent mechanisms to communicate the message of compliance going forward. Many of the applications that we use in our personal communications are free or available at very low cost. Why not take advantage of them and use those same communication tools in your internal compliance marketing efforts going forward? Louis Sapperman, Vice President and Chief Ethics and Compliance Officer for the Panasonic Corporation of North America, often talks about the integration of social media into compliance. It is not simply about having a younger workforce, but frankly, having a workforce whose primary tool for communication is social media. If your company is in the services business, it probably means that an employee base using it has an employee base using technological tools to deliver solutions. Finally, consider the data-driven nature of business. So using tech tools to deliver products and solutions is something your company most probably does now. The use of technological tools. When he was chief compliance officer at Dun & Bradstreet, Selperman led a company-wide initiative to use social media tools to communicate compliance concepts. Not surprisingly, as with most initiatives, Sapperman said it began at the top of the organization with full support of the company's CEO at the time. Sapperman noted that the CEO saw the advantage of using social media internally and challenged his senior management team to take a new look at the manner in which their corporate functions were utilizing social media. From there, Sapperman and his compliance team saw the advantages of using social media for facilitating a 360-degree approach to compliance communications. Sapperman comprehended the possibility for use of social media with externals to the company as well. Internally, DNB identified a tool called Chatter, which is used in a similar manner to Twitter for those who engage in tweet-ups. Dun & Bradstreet created an internal company brand in the compliance space using the hashtag do the right thing, which trend, trended in the company's chatter environment. DNB used the hashtag when facilitating a chatter jam, which is in essence a tweet up, which it's a real-time social media discussion. The compliance team would enter the event, which is held at various times in the day, so it can be accessed by D&B employees literally anywhere in the world. The compliance function would see the chatter jam so employees were aware of the expectations and engaged in the discussions respectfully of others. When Dun and Bradstreet began these sessions, employees were reminded that if they had a specific or individual concern, they should bring them to the compliance team directly or through the hotline. However, uh, Sapperman noted as the program moved forward, they did not have to continue to make this admonition as everyone seemed to understand the ground rules. The seat even evolved only to relate the topics that each chatter jam would begin with going forward. 
One of the concerns lawyers tend to have about the use of social media is with general and specific topics coming up and the ill that they might cause the organization in litigation. While those situations certainly can happen, it was Sapperman's experience that if you made clear the ground rules about these discussions, the, the types of issues usually did not arise. And that was certainly his experience at Dun & Bradstreet. Each employee used their own names during the chatter jam, so there's employee accountability and transparency as well. Sapperman said that they further defined each communication through a hashtag so that it can not only be immediately be defined, but also searched in the archives going forward. An important part of document, document, document. He provided some examples of regulatory issues and privacy issues that were utilized. This branding enhances the program going forward. Some of the specific compliance initiatives that arose during these chatter jams allowed employees to express their opinions about the compliance function and what compliance meant to them in the organization. One of the discussions was around the company's code of conduct. Sapperman said that employees wanted to see the words, quote, do the right thing, end quote, as the name of the code of conduct. The initiative and the use of social media extended to communications with third parties as well. Sapperman said that the company allowed some of them to access its internal chatter tools to facilitate direct communications. Further, these external contractors could connect, could connect with the company through Twitter. He said that DNB consistently communicated to the greater body of customers about compliance initiatives and compliance reminders on what the compliance function was doing. Finally, Sapperman is fine, firmly in the camp of social media that it is an important communication tool and to make sure that the compliance team are getting their messages out there. Sapperman also described using chatter in a manner that was almost like a Facebook live function. Short video vignettes about compliance can be delivered quickly, inefficiently, and most importantly, at extraordinarily low cost. If you don't know how to do Facebook live, I'd suggest you find a millennial in your workforce, because they'll know how to use Facebook Live. Another approach was suggested by the company Hootsuite and its social media tool Periscope. Hootsuite had a campaign called Follow the Sun, where they asked employees to showcase what life was like with the hashtag Hootsuite Life. They gave access to different people in every office across the globe, and throughout the day, they would follow the sun, and people in different offices would log into the Hootsuite account and walk around the office showing off their culture and interviewing their friends, etc. They would talk about the importance of culture, and now they were proving it. The number of inbound applications drastically increased after people got that sneak peek of the company. Think about what a powerful presentation this could be for your organization if the focus was on compliance and ethical values. These initiatives drive home three key insights. The first is how compliance like society is evolving in many ways even faster. As more millennials come into the workforce, the more your employee base will have used social media all their lives. Once upon a time, email was a revolutionary innovation. Not so anymore. If you're not communicating in these manners, you are falling behind the eight ball. So what are the three key takeaways for the day? First, incorporation of social media and compliance communications can play, pay big dividends. Number two, always focus on the social part of social media. And number three, you can use internal corporate social media to facilitate a 360-degree communication on compliance. 
I hope you've enjoyed day 10 of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow and I take up another strategy, tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.